Hi out there. This is Dr. Monica. Welcome to Dr. Monica's Corner. We're going to begin with responses to some of the comments and questions that I received since the podcast last time. And and then because of those comments and questions, I'm going to read two of the very short interludes from my book, Pure Pleasure Erotica, so that you can experience for yourself your reactions to what the guests last time were talking about. Then we'll move on to a focused conversation about fantasies. I love thinking about fantasies. And so maybe what you can do is to begin thinking about what some of your own are. Jot me a note and we can talk about that next time. Lastly, we'll do a wrap up and we'll have a brief talk about what we'll be talking about next time. Okay, so one of the comments was in response to one of our guests who spoke about her enjoyment of the interlude that was titled Kissing. And the question was, how much can you say about kissing? I mean, you put your lips together and then your tongues together and what else can you say? (laughs) I thought that was very interesting. And so that's one of the reasons that I thought I'll read it and you guys can see for yourselves that if you really think about kissing as an art, you might begin to enjoy it differently. But we'll see. Another question was, one of the speakers mentioned feeling that some things in in the interludes were she said, gross, uh, nasty. What did she mean was the question. Well, truth of the matter is, I can't put myself in her brain, but I can tell you from experience and lots of conversations about this, that for some people talking about sex, just in general, they consider it gross because it's so private. For me, gross is like when you accidentally step in dog poop. That's gross. That's nasty. But when you think about the sights and sounds and tastes and smells of great sex, now that's nasty. But to my mind, that's the good nasty. But anyway, tell me what you think. Send me a note, and we'll see what you come up with. And and if I get some feedback, I'll be happy to talk about this for a bit next time. Remember, you can email me at purepleasureerotica at gmail.com. Okay, so we'll move on. In response to the question about kissing, I'm going to read this and you'll see what you think. The interlude is entitled Kissing. I absolutely love to kiss. 
I love the feeling of the cool wetness of a tongue in my mouth. Little kisses are a nice way to begin. Soft, almost innocent touching of closed lips. You can feel each other's warmth and smell each other's breath, but the cool wetness hasn't started. Little kisses at the corners of the lips, followed by one of us slowly licking first the top lip from one end to the other, and then the bottom lip. Remember, pace is everything, so no hurrying. Touching his face while I do this is wonderful. I like to use my fingers to touch his lips while I'm doing the little kisses or the soft licking. My fingers become a part of the kiss, nibbling on the lower lip while using my fingers to begin to gently touch the top lip, which can be very stimulating. I make sure to do it again, but in the opposite direction. Then I begin the exploration inside this wonderfully soft, wet, sweet place. Tongues are delicious, aren't they? And they can be oh so playful. I love to first put one finger from each hand gently inside his mouth in an opening gesture while flicking my tongue in short, darting motions. His excitement is building now. <laughs> How do I know? His hips are inching up, moving to get closer to me. His tongue is aching for time to do some licking. And his hands, ugh, his hands are doing some very interesting touching too, I might add. Isn't it wonderful? Now, my tongue is really on a mission. The pace is a bit more intense, and so we're kissing deeply, tongues moving freely in and around each other's mouths. Wet, juicy, sweet kisses that feel so incredibly good they begin to really get things fired up in other parts of the body. Undressing while kissing is nice, too. The tongue-mouth connection tends to make buttons oh so difficult to maneuver. Zippers can be tantalizing, and the sound of fabric, silk, or something on skin, not to be missed. Bra hooks in the front are so much more interesting because he doesn't have to struggle with moving fabric and my titties just fall in at his fingertips. Lying naked, bodies touching, kissing, sometimes short, sweet little kisses, sometimes those nice, long, wet ones. I like to lick lips, too. The soft, plush fullness of lips is so sexy. I start thinking about kissing in other places. For now, though, cuddle and kiss some more and enjoy this delightful feeling for a while longer. And then, the rest of his parts, beware. So, my friends, let me know what you think. Is kissing a form of art? Did you see 
what I was talking about? Did you visualize what I was talking about? The next one was in reference to what the gentleman asked in terms of what's in your name? What's your name? And then the question really was, he liked the idea that your name changes based on the situation. So I'll read that one. It's very short. What's your name? Honey? Baby? Darling? We know about those. Aren't there others? Names you make up for each other? What's your name when your partner is really angry? Just when you think you have things all figured out, you're out shopping together, and in an instant you say or do something your partner really doesn't like, the brows furrow, the voice changes. What's your name then? Have you noticed when he or she is really serious about something and his or her voice gets, you know, different? Serious-like. What's your name then? Or what's your name when you've hit that spot, that place, and your partner's body is screaming its need for you? What's your name in those moments? Or when she or he needs to be understood and wants you to listen? Something has really touched him or her, hurt maybe his or her feelings. Tears are falling and your partner trusts you enough to let you see them. What's your name then? When you've had a really good conversation and you're full of warm feelings towards one another, your name is something sweet and soft, isn't it? You've made delicious, exquisite love to each other. Your bodies are sated and sleep is just around the corner. As he or she reaches out to touch, to say goodnight, to grin that wonderfully satisfied, thank you, grin. What name are you called then? What's in a name, you say? <laughs> Everything. So, we've talked a little bit about kissing and gross and Dr. Monica's version of nasty. Let's move along now and think in terms of fantasies. What's your favorite fantasy? Something that you could do and it would be safe and okay? What would it be? Have you thought about any fantasies lately? Jot me a note, let me know. And you know, it's, um. I don't use names unless folks give me permission. So if yours is one that I'm going to talk about, you don't have to worry. If I have your permission to use your name, that's fine. But if you prefer that I not, then that's okay too. That's a promise between us. Sometimes, and I often have to get into fantasies when I'm writing, I kind of say, if I were going to do whatever it is, how would I like it to go? And then I sort of let it develop from there. But sometimes it's nice to just think about something different. I sometimes wonder, after the big hoo-ha that was made about Fifty Shades, how many couples did 
experiment with some amount of bondage that folks felt comfortable with. What was that like? What did you do? How did you feel? Bondage doesn't have to be rough and tough all the time. It doesn't have to be painful. Sometimes it's just about trust. Putting on a blindfold, tying your hands, obviously with enough room that if you wanted to, you could get out of it. But the idea of just testing limits. Have you thought about things like that? And I guess one real question is, are you in a situation, in a partnership, where conversations like that are safe, are comfortable? Is your partner one who would welcome not necessarily the opportunity to do it if he or she didn't feel that this was a good idea, but at least to have the conversation, to explore the thoughts and perhaps the feelings. Sometimes folks talk about the dreams that they have and what they imagined in their dreams. This day and age, it's sometimes difficult to let the mind go in those directions because there are so many difficult consequences that could arise. But we're talking about fantasies now. We're, we're, we're not talking about reality. We're talking about fantasies. If you could imagine something, just what would that be? If you think about, I wrote something about the sun as a lover. Put your mind to that and see if you can come up with a scenario. Or if you think about meeting a stranger and you're both drawn to each other. This is a fantasy now, so we don't have to think about some other kinds of things, but you meet a stranger, your eyes connect, chemistry flows. What from that encounter can you take back home? Fantasy can and often does lead to wonderful adventures at home. Think about that. Think about thinking of something wild and woolly that you would love to try and have a conversation with your partner and see where it goes. It can be a very interesting experience. If you are in a situation and you're not sure, then I would approach this more slowly. But in the long run, if you can build to a place of safety and a conversation about, I wonder what this would be like here with you and see what the answer is. Well, I really am going to be looking forward to your comments and your questions. I, um, I'm excited about the prospects of what you might have to say. So just remember, you can reach me at purepleasureerotica, one word, at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. For those of you who want to text me with comments or questions, you can reach me at 
1-800-242-8408. And as for next time's topic, we're going to talk about tantric, T-A-N-T-R-I-C, sex. Do you know about that? Okay then, till next time. You've got to plug into EPRN. We've got the conversation, we've got the sports team, and our music and entertainment team brings podcasting to extremely new heights. Listen in to EPRN.us. Press the app button on the site and download the EPRN app now. You'll be listening to shows in no time. Take us on the go with you. Our app is accessible on all mobile devices and tablets, or you can just go to EPRN.us. Your listening is worth your time. Spend your time listening to an independently owned media network. Tell a friend and listen in. Exquisite Podcast Radio Network, EPRN.